the Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's exclusively on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. The name of the series is Our Time, and it really gives you a, a good behind-the-scenes look and an in-depth look at Baylor basketball, both men's and women's. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. We welcome in T.L. Fiedler, who's the director for the project. It, it's been um, amazing. You know, I, I'm in, an independent producer, shooter, director, and I've worked with a lot of different athletes across a lot of different sports. And, you know, when you go into a new project, you know, you always um, keep an open mind. But this one in particular, I would say I'm a few, almost a few months in now, a couple weeks in, a few months in, and it's close to being maybe, I would say, my favorite project I've ever worked on. Cool. Um, I've worked on with a lot of people, a lot of different uh, places. Um, and it's just a special, special place with really special people, and I'm not just saying that. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Yeah, that's another thing, um, another reason why I love the project, because you're not sitting outside rooms, you know, waiting to be allowed in. We are allowed in. And, like, I already believe I have a connection with Scott and a connection with Nikki, you know, in that if there's something, you know, maybe they don't want on there, which hasn't really happened at all. But, like, if there's not, you know, I've let them know that, you know, just let me know. But it hasn't really been like that. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Thursday. Welcome in, glad you're with us. Drive carefully around those school zones. Keep that in mind this afternoon, every school day. A lot of folks up back to school this week or some starting back today. Welcome in, John Morris, Aaron Sexton, T.L. Fiedler with us uh, in the open. She was a guest yesterday. T.L. is the uh, director of the new docuseries on Baylor basketball, men's and women's, Our Time, that debuted today. Uh, I got to tell you, I watched it uh, this morning. It's on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Aaron, I know you've seen it already. What did you think about I, the first episode? I enjoyed it. I also learned a fun fact about the national championship ring. You did? Yes. About the rings? Yes. Bigger? Yeah, I did too. And if you're listening to this, <laughs> keep this in mind because it may, well, it's going to give you a chance to win during Matt Mosley's show. Oh, okay. So we won't say so, it. <laughs> so the Toronto Raptors held the world record for biggest championship ring. That no record <laughs> was beaten by Baylor men's basketball. <laughs> Baylor men's basketball has the the largest championship ring ever created. Isn't that funny? Yeah. So, which I think is great. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know yeah. I've seen them and I thought, man, that's as big as I've ever seen. Well, yeah. it's, it's it's a belt big. buckle. It's, <laughs> it's, it basically is not it, a ring. It's yeah, a belt you buckle. Yeah, it's, it's not to be worn. It's right. to be displayed. But, <laughs> so, just remember, I will probably be asking right. who they replaced as the record holder for biggest championship ring. But well-deserved and, and beautiful ring. And and, and I, like I said, I really enjoyed the show. Um uh, just uh, a lot of John Morris, which, you know, is always good. And uh, 
a lot of both Coach Collin and Coach Drew, which is which is always great. The behind the scenes with uh, Coach Drew at the board talking about the you know right before the game, right. or actually may have been during practice before a game. But oh, that one was right before. Okay, the game. that's what yeah. I thought. That, that's the what, season opener. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Like going yeah. over the the big points and hey, we've got to stop this guy. This is what we're doing. When they do this, you need to be doing this because yeah. you know. And I'm just like, did you notice on that? So that was in the locker room, and they blurred out the board. For Baylor's opponent, I just I was watching him and listening to him and right. watching the players. Right. right, I guess unless you're looking for it, you wouldn't even notice. Yeah, that. didn't didn't notice. Yeah, but, but that's see, that's one of the things that I would be concerned about if I was a coach. Is you know, give them this access, yes, but there's some stuff that you do in a locker room and you do in a scout that you don't really want out there. You know, it's not bad. It's just your you know, like if they, you know, if they call you, you know, if they've got you on the scouting report and they say he can't shoot, he can't dribble, you don't want that out there, right, you know, so right. they blurred that on the screen, which was a good way to do it. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, you mm-hmm, know, but mm-hmm. yeah, the he, you are talking about, you know, you don't, you want the ball in this, I don't, well, I don't know if he said that, but I know he said we got to stop this guy, right, right, this is what you do when they do this, and I was like, it, it's great to see behind, uh, behind the scenes stuff like that, you yeah. know. And it really is behind the scenes, which is really yeah, cool. I mean, it's in the locker much. room. It's uh, it's a lot with Matt Meyer, interviews with him, a lot with Nalissa Smith. <laughs> him going to get the haircut. Going with that Matt was to great. get his haircut, yeah. <laughs> riding with him. So. Which I've never been to that barbershop, obviously. Yeah. But I have <laughs> been have to, the, uh, to, the, to the little restaurant right next door. Where Now, where is that? It's over uh, right off. If, if it's from the front of it, I'm pretty sure – it's right over there off of I-35, right up from uh, George's. Oh, okay. You know okay, what I mean? Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's that little, it's a little gotcha. shopping complex. Now, yeah. I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's where I used to go get takeout for a friend of mine because gotcha. she just really liked uh, one of their dishes. Mm-hmm. Like, it was her favorite dish in the world. Mm-hmm. So. Very cool. I thought it was good. I, I thought it was really good. And I'm, I'm kind of, you know, geeky in the fact that I know how much video they've shot and how many interviews they've gotten, and then to watch it come together, you know, to weave it all together, like one soundbite from Coach Collin, one soundbite from Melissa Smith, one play-by-play cut, you know, that all go together. I like that. I, I think that is really cool to uh, to see and to hear, and I just know how much work goes into that because you've got to log all that stuff and then say, all right, we got a good bite from so-and-so, let's plug it in here. And I thought it was really, really well done. Very fun. And uh, that was the first episode. Very seamless. It was very, very well put together. I mean, you can tell that, not just saying this because we had her on the show, you can tell that she's very good at her job. Yes. I mean, there was no, there was no bad edits, you know. I mean, it was just, and it was, I thought it was going to be longer, but I I see Mm -hmm. why, because when it airs on ESPN with commercials, it'll be exactly 30 minutes, you know, but on ESPN Plus it's what, 17 and a half. 17 minutes, yeah, yeah. Because no breaks, so it runs straight right. through. Um, but it's a, it's. I like that better, you yeah. know. Short attention span yeah. that I have. Not that I couldn't watch, you know, forty eight minutes, um, which would be an hour long show. But um, it's it's a. I like the length, and it's very well done. And if you're a Baylor fan and a basketball fan, you'll like it. And I tell you what, they did a really good job of splitting the time. You know, I don't know if they have a stopwatch to make it exactly even men's versus women's, but I thought it was split very well. And like you said, seamless going from one to the other and then back. So very well done. We're talking about the uh, docuseries, a 12-part series debuted today. It's Our Time is the name of it. 
uh, and it uh, chronicles behind the scenes with Baylor men's and women's basketball. Rick Beard, I know, uh, tuned into it. Rick really liked it. And uh, I've heard from several other people who have uh, tuned into that. So it's available today. Today was the debut, and there'll be 12 weekly episodes, a new one dropping every Thursday. So it's out there and available right now on uh, and anytime on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's the other thing about the streaming on Big 12 Now. You know, it's not a certain time that you have to, you know, uh, make an appointment to watch it. It's on anytime. You know, it's at your convenience. You can sit down and pipe it in. Yeah, I had plenty of time this afternoon waiting on my dog to <laughs> finish getting a <laughs> getting a haircut. Um, so I watched it then. Uh, yeah, I plan on watching it last night, but um, I don't know. I just... God, I fell asleep early. I Did never you? do that. Yeah, Ooh, that's I was early like, for you then. Yeah, I was like midnight. I was like, you know what? I'm that's just going really to bed. Early. I'll get up early, which I did. Right. Because I had to. I took him in at eight o'clock, and uh, well, it, t- it took a little while, but um, it, it did allow me to uh, to watch the first episode, which was good. I there really go. enjoyed it. All right, so that's out there. Our time. It's on uh, exclusively on Big Twelve now on ESPN Plus. Uh, let me tell you, coming up in the hour, uh, Adam Rittenberg will join us. ESPN.com. Adam has uh, written an article that I came across yesterday and then asked him to be on to talk uh, to us about that. It is College Football Coaching Superlatives, Best Turnaround, Assistant, Under the Radar Work, and more. And uh, Adam will talk to us about that, as you might expect. Baylor prominently featured in the article. And Adam Rittenberg will join us coming up in just a bit. Talk about all of that. All right, take a break. Back with more in just a moment, including uh, how are the bowl games going? How are conferences doing in bowl games? Well, we've got the the final standings of conferences in bowls because there's one left, the championship game on Monday, but that is SEC versus SEC. So that's going to be a one win and one loss for the SEC coming up on Monday. Uh, Big 12 went five and two. We'll tell you who did well and who has not done so well. Got that uh, tally when we come back. Speaking of Monday, uh, we will be live at uh, Coach's Smoke, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco, to get you ready for the Alabama-Georgia National Championship game. I'll be there in the 3 o'clock hour. Matt Mosley will be there 4 to 6. Great food specials, happy hour all day, and 35 big screen TVs to watch the big game. If you're uh, planning on a spot to watch the championship game coming up on Monday. Consider Coach's Smoke Barbecue, downtown Waco, 330 Austin Avenue. We'll be there live for the show on Monday at 3. Take a break. Be right back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Very cold conditions tonight with mostly clear skies. Lows will drop to 22 degrees. We'll see wind chills dropping into the teens, so definitely bundle up. Mostly sunny skies tomorrow. We warm up to 54. And on Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy with a 30% chance of an afternoon shower or thunderstorm and a high of 68. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I kind of wanted to root for the Bears, so when I leave the press box, then I can kind of, I can kind of get with it. And we happened to be right next to some Ole Miss people, and boy, they were hollering right in our face when they got that big touchdown. They were feeling great about things. 
from the moment that kid missed the field goal, it just felt like Baylor was going to go win the game. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with ESPN Central Texas, and I just love the guys over at Rooftop Innovations. Is your roof ready for the winter storm? It will be if you call the highly trained and knowledgeable team of professionals at Rooftop Innovations. If you're unsure about your roof, call Rooftop Innovations today, 254-730-ROOF. That's 254-730-7663. Oh, get this, they have a satisfaction guarantee on all their roofs. Rooftop Innovations, where they put your roof above everything else. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Dallas Cowboys yesterday placed star Micah Parsons on the reserve COVID-19 list. That means the Cowboys could be without Parsons Saturday night when they take on the Eagles in the final regular season game. The NFL, in the midst of the rise of COVID-19 cases, has looked into other potential sites for next month's Super Bowl. AT&T Stadium in Arlington reported one of the facilities that was contacted. The stadium did host the Rose Bowl in 2021 when it switched from Pasadena because of COVID-19 restrictions in California. Dallas Mavericks raised a banner 41 to the rafters of the AAC last night and unveiled a statue of Dirt Nowinski. That happened after the Mavs beat Golden State 99-82. UMHB basketball continues conference play today versus Sol Ross. Women tip at 5.30. Men follow at 7.30 in the Mayborn Campus Center. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton in studio. Adam Rittenberg will join us next segment. That's next segment, Aaron. Uh, we'll visit with him, ESPN.com. Got to make sure he's ready. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been on with us right now, couldn't right. he? But uh, next segment for Adam. Uh, one game, the Big 12 last night. What a game. What a slog fest uh, in Ames last night. Um, Iowa State beat Texas Tech 51-47. to uh, this was a game in which Iowa State shot 30.6% for the game. They shot 16% in the second half. Uh, Texas Tech a little bit better, 38.8%. It was a 30-19 game at halftime, Iowa State leading, 30-19. to And I, I promise you in the second half, Iowa State went 10 minutes and scored, I think, two points. In the second half, and they finished with fifty-one. Yeah, so. that was. Uh, <laughs> I, I forgot what this, what the spread on that game was, but it it's one of those. I don't, I don't bet, but right. you know, I, I look at it, right? And, and I I used to, and I'm like, that seems like a trap game. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure they didn't didn't cover. <laughs> you know what I mean? It ended up being right. what a four point, four point game. game. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think it was. Four and a half or five. I wow. mean, it was close. Yeah, but. 51-47. Tech yeah. played great considering they only had seven players. Didn't have Terrence Shannon again. He was out. 
uh, and they only had seven players last night and actually led late in the game. I think they took the lead like 40, I don't know, 44-42, 42-40, something like that. Tech led, and then Iowa State uh, took the lead back and closed it out. Uh, so COVID has hit Tech really hard. They're scheduled to be in Waco next Tuesday to play the Bears. Uh, and Iowa State evens their record at 1-1 one and one with the uh, victory last night. John Walters, play-by-play voice for Iowa State, he had to sit out the game with uh, COVID protocols. So John missed the game last night. But uh, that was the only game, Big 12 men's last night. Iowa State over Tech, 51-47, the final score. All right, mentioned uh, conference uh, bowl tallies, how'd they do? Uh, I've told you the Big 12 finished at 5-2, and two, including the Baylor win over Ole Miss in the All-State Sugar Bowl. On New Year's Day, also Oklahoma State over Notre Dame. Really one of the best bowl games uh, of the bowl season, that comeback by Oklahoma State, as they were down 28-7 to and won over Notre Dame 37-35. Uh, K-State uh, finished things off with a 42-20 to win over uh, an outmanned LSU team in the Texas Bowl. That was on Tuesday night. Uh, Big 12 had one, two, three wins over SEC schools in uh, bowls this year. Tech beat Mississippi State in the Liberty Bowl. Of course, Baylor over Ole Miss and uh, K-State over LSU. Five and two, the final record for the Big 12. And uh, the only losses in there, Minnesota beat West Virginia 18-6. to And Clemson beat Iowa State 20-13 to in the Cheez-It Bowl. Uh, the Big Bad SEC was 5-7 and seven in bowl games this year. Best record, actually, for any conference was the Mountain West Conference. They finished 5-1 uh, and one, uh, wins for Fresno State, Utah State, Wyoming, San Diego State, and Air Force, a loss by Nevada, the only loss in there. Uh, Aaron, did you notice the Pac-12 went 0-5 in bowls this year? Yeah, they, they, I mean, it's, it's a, not a good football conference. Right now, anyway, and uh, don't see it makes it, you know, maybe Lincoln Riley can get USC turned around, um, but Oregon was <laughs> overrated all year just because they beat Ohio State. Um, yeah, they're not very good. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm not taking anything away from BYU, but BYU ran roughshod through yeah. <laughs> through the Pac, <laughs> Pac-12. I mean, they, they were, what, 5-0 and against the Pac-12 this year? They would have been, if they were in the conference, Pac-12, Pac-12 champions. champs, right, yeah, right. So, um, yeah, they're not very good. Pac-12, uh, Oregon State lost to Utah State. UCLA was scheduled to play North Carolina State. That one uh, did not happen. Uh, as Aaron mentioned, Oklahoma beat Oregon in the Alamo Bowl. Arizona State lost to Wisconsin. Washington State lost to Central Michigan. And then Utah in the Rose Bowl. It was a great game, but Utah ultimately lost to Ohio State. 48-45 was the final score. Other bowl records, uh, Big Ten finished at 6-4. and four. The American finished at 3-1. and one. That includes uh, future uh, Big 12 members Houston, a 17-13 win over Auburn in the Birmingham Bowl, and uh, Cincinnati, of course, in the playoff, lost to Alabama 27-6. Uh, ACC went 2-4. and four. Conference USA, 3-5. and five. Independence went 2-2. Two and two. The MAC finished 3-5. and five. The MAC had eight schools in bowls, and they went 3-5. and five. Told you the Mountain West, uh, really the best winning percentage, 5-1. and one. Pac-12, 0-5. SEC, 5-7. And, and the Sun Belt went 3-1. and one. Uh, And among those independents was uh, BYU in the Independence Bowl. They lost to UAB 
31-28 was the final score there. So there's uh, the bowls, how they shaped up conference-wise. The Big 12, I think, very, very well. Big 12 over the last two years is, uh, what, 11-2? and Didn't we go 6-0 and last year? So 5-2 and this year. So 11-2 and over the last two years for the uh, Big 12 in bowl games. Yeah, pretty impressive. That's good. Pretty impressive. Yeah, that's and, good. and like you said, with the new members, that's not going to drop off. Yep, yep. Fun to see, and some big wins in there as well. Baylor over Ole Miss, and this year Oklahoma State over uh, Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl. All right, let's talk some more football. Uh, Adam Rittenberg will join us after a break. Uh, his article, if you want to look it up, ESPN.com, College Football Coaching Superlatives for the Year. And uh, the big uh, you know, front page of that, a smiling Dave Aranda, big smile on the face of Dave Aranda is the link to that story. And we'll visit with Adam about that when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, the same family-operated business covering four generations. John Embry, now Braden Embry. How rare is that in today's business environment? They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, angle iron, sea purlin, and structural pipe. They carry all sizes of pipe, also stock American-made grade 60 rebar. Basically, your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. And remember, they deliver and unload. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe, locations in Bryan and Waco. In Waco at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. Open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5. Saturdays for your convenience, 8 to noon and 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. Recently on Game Time, and we welcome the Director of Sports Journalism for Baylor University into the program, Jerry Hill. Highest ever ranked, most wins ever. You know, um, you can argue whether this was the best team ever. I, you know, I still, you know, the 80 team is just hard to beat in my mind. And, I, and obviously you played, I guess, two more games than that team. With this team winning the Sugar Bowl, winning 12 games, I think you got to give the nod to this team. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I've been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their art supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. 
DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family and friends and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom Evos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Dallas Cowboys yesterday placed star Micah Parsons on the reserve COVID-19 list. That means the Cowboys could be without Parsons Saturday night when they take on the Eagles in the final regular season game. The NFL, in the midst of the rise of COVID-19 cases, has looked into other potential sites for next month's Super Bowl. AT&T Stadium in Arlington reported one of the facilities that was contacted. The stadium did host the Rose Bowl in 2021 when it switched from Pasadena because of COVID-19 restrictions in California. Dallas Mavericks raised a banner 41 to the rafters of the AAC last night and unveiled a statue of Dirt Nowinski. That happened after the Mavs beat Golden State 99-82. UMHB basketball continues conference play today versus Sol Ross. Women tip at 5.30. Men follow at 7.30 in the Mayborn Campus Center. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Well, Happy oh, New Year indeed. Happy New Year from <laughs> New Orleans as the Bears are the 2022 All-State Sugar Bowl champions. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. I'm blessed, you know, I think, and I'm humbled. You know, I, I look at the senior class, I look at everything they've been through, all of the change, the, the coaching turnover, the the different belief systems. When there's been so much change, you know, it's it's hard to trust. And so I think it was hard to get trust. And so when we finally got it, you know, it's just a, a great group of guys. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, highlight cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. End of the game, Baylor over Ole Miss on Saturday in New Orleans to uh, finish at 12-2 and on the season. Then Coach Dave Aranda postgame with us on Saturday. Bears uh, with most wins in a season in school history. 12-2 and the final record, and that comes after 2-7 and in a COVID-riddled season, uh, a mulligan season for Dave Aranda last year. Welcome back. Glad you're with us. As promised, joined by Adam Rittenberg of ESPN.com. And Adam, welcome to you. Happy New Year and appreciate you being on with us. Well, great to be with you. Happy New Year. And uh, what a season for Baylor and Dave Aranda. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Your your article caught my attention, uh, number one, because the uh, the lead picture there is Coach Aranda and a smiling Dave Aranda. That's, that's the big, uh, that's the headline right there. <laughs> it really is, and I've known Dave for a number of years, and I have seen him smile before. And, you know, he 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 does show a little bit of emotion, but he is a very uh, you know steady, you know sometimes serious, stoic guy, but a really really good football coach. And, and you obviously have seen that this season. Oh man, I'm glad we got him. He's a great fit here at Baylor, and really glad we've got him here. All right, your article was uh, college football coaching superlatives, best turnaround assistant, under the radar work, and more. 
And for your best coaching turnaround from 2020, uh, you know, in our mind, it's easy. It's Dave Aranda, but man, and that's who you picked. But you pointed out some really good candidates for that honor. Yeah, you know, I think part of this is just how how uh, last year was an unusual year. But um, we've never, at least in the last you know, 20, 25 years, we've never had a situation quite like what happened this year, where you had four teams that had losing records that went on to win their conferences wow. um, uh, the, the following year. So you had a winless team in the MAC. Uh, Northern Illinois went from 0-6 to the MAC champion. You had Utah State went, go from 1-5 to the Mountain West champion. You obviously had the Baylor situation that you underscored. And then at the top, uh, in, in many people's minds, was Michigan going from 2-4 and four to Big Ten champion in the college football playoff participant. And then you had stories like Michigan State, which was two and five, and they go on to, to win the Peach Bowl, and they're going to finish in the top ten just like Baylor will. And so there really are a lot of great turnaround stories throughout the sport this year. But I just looked at what Baylor uh, accomplished in terms of winning their conference and it, winning the Sugar Bowl and, uh, and everything they dealt with in 2020, which was you know not, not just uh, exclusive to Baylor, but it, it felt like COVID was an issue all season. There were some teams – where it sort of went through the team, and then uh, they, they didn't have so many problems. It seemed like at Baylor, it was just wave after wave. And so to overcome that, obviously the changes that they've made on, on offense with Jeff Grimes and then the improvement that they made overall defensively, special teams, to put together a championship-level team, you know that, that to me uh, pushed him a little bit ahead of the others. Yeah, very well said. But a great group of candidates in that turnaround season. Our, uh, our rushing totals uh, from 2020 to 2021, the improvement there, I think, is an enough to win any award, any kind of turning uh, turnaround award. Right. Yeah. And that was, uh, I think the goal in, in bringing in Jeff Grimes from BYU, even though, you know, the success of BYU, BYU, they're always tied to their quarterbacks historically. And Zach Wilson was the latest elite BYU quarterback. And so they, they have a great history of passing the ball, but you know, Jeff is an offensive line coach. And uh, I think the, the physicality that he brought in terms of how they ran the ball and how they emphasized the run and how they were able to have, you know, multiple productive running backs, uh, you know, throughout the season, you know, really gave, gave Baylor an identity that it lacked uh, previously, um, you know, in Dave's first year. So I, I think that was, uh, that was a huge, huge part of this. And then anyone who's followed, uh, Coach Aranda's career knows that you know they're gonna they're gonna play really good defense. Um, and he's gonna develop players, and they're gonna have uh, a really good scheme. And then I think Ron Roberts, who doesn't get as much credit as he deserves, uh, as, as one of Dave's mentors, um, working together with him on the defense. You, know, you you just knew that unit was gonna get better. But the offense, there were some question marks at least on the outside going into the season. Yeah, and you're right about Ron Roberts. That guy uh, doesn't get near enough credit, you know, because of Dave's defensive background. But he lets Ron, you know, run that defense, obviously has input. But that defense, I mean, that's that's how Baylor won the Sugar Bowl was with defense on Saturday. Right, and how they won a lot of games. I mean, they, they weren't an overwhelming offense. They were a complementary offense. And they were a team that, that, that won primarily because of its defense. And um, that that's always going to be the program that, that Dave – Aranda builds, and I think you saw a great example. And honestly, you're seeing it in the Big 12. The Big 12 has become a dramatically different-looking conference just in the last few years with you know, Iowa State's defense being an envy of a lot of teams around the country. And, uh, and Oklahoma State, what they did this year with Jim Knowles, who was just outstanding and now moving on to Ohio State, um, you know, that program has changed the way that they win games. 
you know, Baylor had already begun that, that transition under Matt Rule, and now it's con- continued under Dave Aranda. So you could really say that Baylor has been maybe at the forefront of, uh, of changing the way they play football in the conference. And we'll see if that, 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 that continues. But um, I, I think that they've been very influential along with Iowa State. Adam, you gave uh, your top assistant coach award to Jim Knowles at Oklahoma State. Man, what a uh, rock-solid defense they had. And uh, as you mentioned, he's moving on to Ohio State. And then you gave an award for the best first-year Power 5 coordinator on offense, uh, Power 5 at Baylor, and it's Jeff Grimes, who we talked about as the offensive coordinator. What a tremendous impact he had on the improvement in the offense for Baylor this year. Yeah, he did. And, um, you know, again, a guy that uh, very much believes in, in, in offensive line play and being physical and running the ball. Um, and then, you know, they were able to get enough out of their passing game. But, I, I, you know, in looking at the, the, the power five coordinators on offense, the new ones this year, um, it wasn't it, there wasn't as much depth in that category. But I, I really thought, uh, you know, even though Baylor didn't have a top 10 offense or uh, even a top 30 offense in some categories, you know, they were, they were an offense that was effective enough to help them win and, and obviously made the biggest improvement in terms of running the ball. So, uh, yeah, Jeff, uh, Jeff did an outstanding job, obviously, a Broyles Award uh, finalist and uh, you know, a guy that will, uh, will be helping Baylor into the future on that side of the ball. Yeah, very nice. Adam Rittenberg is our guest, ESPN.com. Talking about his uh, recent article out a couple of days ago, College Football Coaching Superlatives uh, from the Year. Um, step back and look, uh, Adam, if you will, at, at, you know, the coaching superlatives, yes, and the best turnaround, yes, but Baylor as a team, uh, you know, to go from two and seven to 12 and two, uh, that, uh, obviously, obviously is one of the biggest turnarounds, uh, of any team this year. Yes. Yes. No. And it kind of went through some of the others, but, um, you know, just, just, uh, just to go from, from two wins to 12 wins. Is, is remarkable and uh, certainly something that that you know didn't seem likely going into the year or even early on when when they were uh, you know they they they, you know, they they lost the game to, to Oklahoma State but um, I, I think I think this is just a team that continued to get better throughout the year and played its best down the stretch certainly in the Big 12 championship game and then and then you know beating Oklahoma the, the way they did very much a, a Dave Aranda type win that was and and then obviously in in the Peach Bowl so. Um, yeah, just an incredible turnaround, and, and, and we'll see where it goes from here. Uh, it, you know, I think the, the, the Big 12, I was talking about this with some colleagues earlier today, um, you know, even though the Big 12 will look different in a few years, I think there's reason to be optimistic right now because of the success that Baylor has had now under, under you know, several coaches. And then you look at Oklahoma State, you know, they're going to be a, a, a top five, top ten finisher with a Fiesta Bowl victory. You look at Cincinnati, future Big 12 member being part of the playoffs. You look at Houston. I didn't even talk about them. They they went from I believe three wins yeah. to uh, to eleven wins or twelve wins this year, and then UCF uh, you know finished it off I believe going nine and four. So um, I think there's there's still a lot of optimism. BYU was a was a legitimate top fifteen team. They beat five Pac twelve teams this year. They didn't finish it off with a bowl win, but still a very solid season for for BYU as a future Big Twelve member. Adam, you bring it up, uh, the, the Big 12 will be changing uh, at some point in the near future. Texas and Oklahoma have made the decision to leave. You mentioned the four new schools that are coming in. Who, wh- how do you think that opens up the Big 12? I mean, Texas, Oklahoma, in most people's eyes, are the big dogs here. But that opens up, uh, you know, that uh, you know, lead dog spot in the Big 12 conference. 
How do, how do you think that plays out in years to come? Right. Well, I think it's going to be a, a very wide open league now in most seasons. And, you know, I, I do think there's an opportunity for, for Baylor because of the momentum that they have right now. The Oklahoma State historically, and especially under Mike, Mike Gundy, has been a consistent, you know, top 20 program, often top 10, top 15. So they're going to be formidable. You know, we'll see what happens at, T, at TCU with Sonny Dykes. I think he's got a chance to, uh, to, to, to have that program you know, back uh, closer to a championship level. But then you're bringing in programs like Cincinnati, uh, like Houston, even though it hasn't been recent, but they've, they've played for championships. And then UCF has been right there at the top in the group of five uh, not, not, not too long ago. So, and then BYU, again, BYU uh, very much functions like a Power 5 program. They haven't technically been in a Power 5 conference until they joined the Big 12, but there's a lot of things about that program that project as, as a power, a true power five. So you know, there, there, there's, I think we're going to enter most years, uh, John in the big 12, not really having a clear front runner. I think it, it's going to be a very exciting conference, uh, you know, year to year because you don't necessarily have the mega brand like Oklahoma was for, for so many years. So it, it's going to be very exciting in that, in that sense. Yeah, I agree with you. That's completely uh, true. Adam, final thought. Um, what do you think about, uh, uh, we talk about the Big 12 moving forward and what it looks like, the, the national perspective of our league. What do you think that's going to be, or do we need to get into it and then kind of see how that uh, takes care of itself? Well, again, I, that's why I think the momentum generated this year is important. And then the, you know, the, having that continue. I mean, wh- where does Cincinnati go from here? Are they going to be a program that uh, is going to be in a New Year's Six Bowl again next year, maybe challenge for the playoff? Uh, before they make the transition to the Big 12. What is BYU? You know, they, they've had a couple of 10-win seasons uh, back-to-back. Um, UCF, where do they go with, with Gus Malzahn? And then the existing Big 12 members, I think if they can, if they can continue the momentum. I mean, one thing that uh, I think Baylor has an advantage is the resources. You know, they, they, have, they have resources. They have facilities. They've put money into the program. I think it'll be very interesting to see if Oklahoma State steps up in some, type of, in some resource areas, especially after losing – an accomplished coordinator like like Jim Knowles to Ohio State, and you know, but the, I think I think I think it's a, an important time for the league to build up as much momentum as it can before those two schools depart, because it's going to be a blow um, in, in many ways when when you don't have Texas and OU in the league, and so you want to be as strong as you can when, when when that time comes. And I think this year as a whole was a really positive step for the the future Big Twelve members. Very cool. Isn't it interesting? You're talking about uh, little old Baylor, you know, and and other schools trying to match up to Baylor's facilities and to Baylor's record. Uh, I, I mean, I think it's accurate. That's that's where our football program, that's where our athletic department is right now. Right. And again, it just shows that once you start winning, um, everything can change. And it's a place that maybe had that potential to uh, to commit to football, but for years didn't. And, and then, you know, started to win. And, and, and now they've obviously won with multiple coaches. And so you know, the, the commitments there, obviously, uh, Mac Rhodes is a great athletic director. And so I think you know, Baylor's in, in good shape, but so are other programs. I think TCU is going to be uh, in, in good shape in, in short order. Oklahoma State has great tradition there. And then, you know, you look at the investments at Cincinnati, you look at what Houston is doing w- with its program. You know, they, they have better facilities than some existing Power Five programs. You know, UCF has that potential. So um, I, I do think the overall investment in the league is, um, is going up, which it needs to be because 
you know, the, the, the television contracts in the future you know, are not going to favor the Big 12. Like, uh, you know, I mean, they haven't to this point, but it's, it's going to be an even wider gap with the SEC and the Big 10. And so uh, as much as the schools can do to commit to football uh, is a good thing. And you're seeing that throughout much of the Big 12 right now. Very nice. Hey, Adam, great to have you on. Really appreciate your time. And again, Happy New Year to you and uh, really appreciate your work. Thanks a lot. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right, Adam. Thanks a lot. Adam Rittenberg, ESPN.com. You want to go find this story that we're referencing. It uh, was posted on Tuesday this week. Title is College Football Coaching Superlatives, Best Turnaround, Baylor, Best Assistant, Under the Radar Work, and more. And uh, it is a, uh, if you find the article on ESPN.com, it is a, a smiling Dave Aranda clapping his hands that's, uh, that's a, at the top of the story. That's, a, that's, that's like finding a Honus Wagner card. That's, a, that, that's, pretty <laughs> that's right. right. That's exactly right. You know, the funny thing about Dave is he, he during no, the game. he smiles a lot. Oh, he does. Know? He does. But, but, but si- on the sidelines, not much. No, a, not so much. There's a classic picture that's floating around now of him getting doused with Gatorade <laughs> at the end of the game. And he's got that stoic look on his face. No change whatsoever. He is a Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the first person to say that. I'm That's just right. pointing out the, the I'll just point out the similarities between Coach Aranda yes. and the fictional Jedi's in the Jedi. Star Wars yep, universe yep, yep. are are uh, many. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> Don't disagree with that one bit. All right, pretty appreciate uh, Adam being on with us. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, and the Allen Samuels Studios. Thanks to Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Third to seven, Diggs matched up with McLaurin. Heineke looking that way. Only heard here. And he throws it out. intercepted by DeMarcus Lawrence. All season. Triple you big tank. Touchdown, Tank Lawrence. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Live from Lincoln Financial Field. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Eagles, Saturday after Baylor basketball on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. When it comes to banking, you deserve the first. You deserve the first National Bank of Central Texas. Locally owned for over 100 years, we know this community inside and out. We are a bank on your side, and when you bank with the first, you'll have a banker by your side. Want to find out more? Check out bankingfirst.com or come by and see us at any of our six locations. That's the first National Bank of Central Texas. You deserve the first. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. The self-employed face a particular challenge with respect to health coverage. Healthcare costs have just skyrocketed and it has really gotten to where it's very complex and confusing. Hurley Benefit Services Vice President, Tammy Hurley. Self-employed individuals have such a personal responsibility and so they really like being able to be in charge of their personal insurance policies and their choices. Health insurance, if you're self-employed, doesn't have to be hard to buy. Hurley Benefit Services can help. Being a self-employed individual, you are are working so hard on your business and to know all the answers or to even know what questions to ask about insurance is tough. Come to us, we can answer those questions for you and find a package that you're going to be able to afford and it's going to meet your needs. Set a no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned and they're online at HurleyBenefitServices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y BenefitServices.com. with us final segment john morris show here on espn central texas the flagship station for baylor athletics if you missed uh, any or all or want to share the adam rittenberg interview it's available on the web at syntexsportsfan.com or on social media at 1660 espn i'm looking at that right now i copied it aaron i sent a note to uh, adam and said hey thanks for your time really appreciate it stay safe and Send him a link to the audio also. It's got to be a real thrill for Adam Rittenberg to be on uh, ESPN Central Texas. Absolutely. So, there you go. There's well, uh, I always, you know, I, I post those during the show where people, can, you know, can listen to them pretty much immediately. Um, but I always have to go back. Twitter especially is really funny about, you know, tagging people. If you make one, one mistake, you know, one letter, one Oh, anything yeah, yeah, yeah. off, yeah. and it doesn't go to to their Twitter page. <laughs> right. So I always have to check the links, and then I'm like, okay, it's good. Yeah, so. and I don't know if you're like me, but I just have typos really in every text oh, I send, absolutely. every email absolutely. I send. So now I just stop, go back, and reread it before I send it, and always find something, almost always find something to correct in there. Yeah, and uh, and and if. Uh, if I do make a mistake, like you or Matt will tell me, and I can, you know, it's easy to fix. Right. I just delete that tweet and then go into the computer and, uh, you know, fix whatever fix it up, <laughs> letter exactly. I got wrong and repost it. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's, um, uh, it is up now if you want to hear it. Uh, and the uh, full John Moore show will be up right after the show's over. There you go. Thank you very much. All right, birthdays today. Uh, it's Dan Ingham's birthday today. Happy birthday to Dan, formerly at Channel 10. Now, a uh, big-time banker in Central Texas. Happy birthday to Dan Ingham. It is... What's up with... I mean, I guess it's where the money is, but have you noticed Literally. a lot of media people 
going to bank. Going to finance, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. different different areas of right, it. But, you right. know, everybody that leaves radio, it seems like, goes into the mortgage business. <laughs> and then Dan goes into, you know, yeah. finance, too. So. Well, like you said, that's where the money is. So well, maybe that's it. Who's the bank robber? Willie... Uh, <laughs> Guy, he was a famous bank robber. I can't remember his last name, but they all, Willie Sutton. Is that right? Anyway, they asked him why he robbed banks. He goes, that's where the money is. <laughs> <laughs> right. Very good. So happy birthday to Dan Ingham today. It's Matt Saman's birthday, former Baylor uh, basketball great. Appreciate uh, Matt. I actually talked to Matt on the phone earlier today and didn't realize till what now that it was his birthday. No, I missed it. Is it really? Yes. Yes. Oh. So <laughs> yeah, I've been so caught up with with dog haircuts and trying to get to work on time. That yeah. I haven't, I haven't even hardly looked at Twitter, which I've usually, you know, spent 30 minutes on, you right. know, just to make sure I didn't miss any stories to get stories for campus confidential, things like that. But yeah, I'm, I, I didn't see it. I know his, his uh, father's birthday was yesterday. Matt Saman. Oh no. I, Who are you talking about? I thought you said Matt Mosley. Matt Saman. I was like, how did I miss Matt Mosley's <laughs> birthday? Sorry, I'm out of it today. There we go. Matt Saman's birthday today. Moment. Happy birthday to Matt Saman. Um, who else? Uh, Bobby Mafai's birthday is today. Bobby was here with us in Baylor football. Now is with, where is he, Nebraska? Is that right? Is that where he is? Mm, I think that's right. For Bobby, happy birthday to him. Married to uh, um, Diane Curdy. Uh, former Diane Curdy. It's Tim O'Neill's birthday today. Tim's a Baylor grad. He's one of the hosts uh, United uses for charters, and uh, we see him periodically. So happy birthday to Tim O'Neill. Kevin Hancock's birthday today, a former Baylor football great. Happy birthday to Kevin Hancock. Casey Fossum, former uh, Midway and Texas A&M pitcher. It's Casey's birthday today. Happy birthday to him. Dwayne Crawford, former Baylor uh, defensive back. Danny Fletcher, wow, it's a big day. Danny Fletcher's birthday is today, former Baylor football letterman. Trey Hagan's uh, birthday is today, former Baylor uh, golfer, now works for Baylor University in advancement. And uh, young Kyle Citrano's birthday is today. Happy birthday to Kyle Citrano, the younger Citrano here in Central Texas. So that is a really good list for January 6th. Let me look at one other list and just make sure... Uh, it's Vicki Smith's birthday down in Marlin as well. Happy birthday, Miss Vicki. All right, uh, Aaron, anybody else to add to the birthday list today? No. I'm, I'm, I'm no? Being, really? I'm being particularly... You're strong. I'm being particularly snobby today because Stringent. there's three or four that were right there, but I'm like, either they're, they're famous enough and I'm not a fan, or uh-huh. they just weren't quite famous enough to uh-huh. get on my list. So, All right. Um, yeah. So none no. to add. No. I don't, I don't All right. So. You're tough. You're a tough judge there, so... That's our birthday list today. Happy birthday to all those folks, uh, including Matt Saman, not Matt Mosley. <laughs> it may be I Matt d- Mosley's birthday, but I don't think I so. I just misheard you, yeah. But it was, <laughs> but it was uh, Matt Mosley's father's His birthday dad? yesterday. I saw yeah. him in New Orleans. Yeah. 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 So uh, Papa Mosley over there. All right. I uh, want to remind you again, uh, Baylor women's basketball has had not one but two games postponed now. Supposed to play TCU last night in the Farrell Center. That game was postponed uh, due to health and safety protocols, and now the Texas game on Sunday has been postponed as well. Uh, so two games in a row for Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball postponed. Their next action scheduled to be next Wednesday in Norman against the Oklahoma Sooners. 
that's a six o'clock tip off there. And uh, by all accounts, uh, that one, well, right now, that one is still on and hopefully will be for the Baylor women to get back in action next Wednesday. Yeah, when uh, when they postponed the TCU game, I was like, I, I, I thought that there was a very good possibility that Texas would get postponed too, and it did. So. Yeah, that's right. Because, you know, if you get one postponement and you know you're going to play again three or four days, you know, if there's yeah, a five-day period Yeah, it's a small window. Now, yeah, right, even, right. even with the new guidelines put out by the CDC, right. that's a small window. So, right. um, you know, unfortunately, uh, I mean, it'll get played. You know, mm-hmm. it just won't get played Sunday. But it means I get the whole weekend off. I'm pretty jazzed about that. You know, I wish it would have been under different circumstances. <laughs> right, but, exactly. hey, I get off uh, tomorrow it's six, and I come back Monday. Whoa! That's, now, that's how rare the, is that? It's very rare. I, mean, very good. I love my job, and it's you know, I, I don't mind six day work weeks, but it's nice to have a you know a full weekend off. So very that's good. coming up. Take the money, take advantage of it. Very good. Hey, we appreciate Adam Rittenberg who's on with us. ESPN.com. Again, if you missed any or all of that or the entire show, go to SyntexSportsFan.com and check it out, or on social media at sixteen sixty ESPN. Tomorrow in the uh, 3 p.m. hour, Brian Estridge will be our guest as we look ahead to Baylor and TCU coming up on Saturday uh, in Fort Worth. That's the next action for Coach Drew and the top-ranked and undefeated Baylor Bears. Remember, uh, Matt Mosley coming up next, Tom Barfield, Ward White's weekday mornings, 7 to 9 a.m. with game time. Hey, they'll have Ricky Thompson on tomorrow morning at 7.45. Tune in to that and Kyle Yeomans tomorrow morning at 8.30 as well uh, on Game Time with Tom and Ward tomorrow morning. We're out of here. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. Right now across Central Texas, people are laughing. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. The top-ranked Bears back in action Saturday on the road in Fort Worth to take on TCU. 3.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 4 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Baylor Men's Basketball all season long here on the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions, ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 The self-employed face a particular challenge with respect to health coverage. Healthcare costs have just skyrocketed, and it has really gotten to where it's very complex and confusing. Hurley Benefit Services Vice President, Tammy Hurley. Self-employed individuals have such a personal responsibility, and so they really like being able to be in charge of their personal insurance policies and their choices. Health insurance, if you're self-employed, doesn't have to be hard to buy. Hurley Benefit Services can help. Being a self-employed individual, you are working so hard on your business. And to know all the answers or to even know what questions to ask,